Welcome back to Martins and More. My name's Maury Rutsch. And I'm Spoon Phillips. And this episode is brought to you by the Martin OM28 Modern Deluxe. The OM28 Modern Deluxe is a new take on Martin Vintage. It's packed with custom features and modern technology that you have to see, feel, and hear for yourself. The vintage appointments include a spruce vintage tone system top, a dovetail neck joint, and a natural protein glue construction that give it the rich, fully-aged Martin tone that's inspired generations. For more information on the Martin OM28 Modern Deluxe, please visit maurysmusic.com or contact us today. But never mind all that, Spoon, we have so much to talk about today. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. I hope you are, too. Um, it's almost summer, and I can't wait, but... Uh, between now and then, you're right, we've got a lot of things to talk about, and today is uh, extra special, I think. How would you feel if I told you we have 22 things to talk about? <laughs> well, since we're now in the 23rd year of this century, uh, what we're going to talk about today actually goes back to the 22nd year of this century. Ah, uh, yes. I said we have 22 things to talk about. What I meant to say was we have CS 2022 things to talk about. The CS SC 2022 <laughs> is one of the coolest guitars we've ever had here at Maury's Music. As a matter of fact, we have three of them in stock as we tape this program. And I don't want to be politically incorrect. I don't want to put the cart ahead of the horse. And I certainly would never be caught telling tales out of school. But I kind of think you knew about this guitar for quite some time. Is that right? Actually, that's not exactly true. Uh, the, first of all, for people who are not that familiar with the Martin naming conventions, the CS stands for the custom shop, meaning that this guitar is part of a new series of guitars that are made, that are models, but they're made in the custom shop. And this one is built with the SC body shape. And uh, that's revolutionary in many respects, including the name. It's the first time they've used a letter in a model name that didn't stand for something, uh, didn't stand for a word. It actually was referring to the S shape that Tim Teal kept sketching. Tim Teal, the head of instrument design, who's a big fan of, of engineering and design in all sorts of industries, uh, particularly the automotive industry, and I can just see him drawing these S-shaped curves of a road that he might be uh, riding on on his motorcycle or a racetrack and um, came up with that S for that sleek, asymmetrical shape to the body. Uh, the C stands for the cutaway. So SC, it's the S-shaped body with a cutaway, a very special cutaway that we'll talk about later. And they were made only in 2022. So even though uh, Maury says he's got three of them now, which I think is awesome, I didn't know that. I'm glad you got those in stock. And uh, it allows people to, uh, the lucky early birds who want to get the worm, to get on the website and look at the different photos and pick the exact one they like the look of best. So SC, uh, CS. So CSSC 2022, the revolutionary new 13 fret S-shaped guitars. Uh, this one is extra special in that it's made in the custom shop as opposed to the Navajo factory in Mexico. And, um, and it's made with solid tone woods. 
And the reason I bring all that up is that during the research and development of these really amazing and truly revolutionary acoustic electric hybrid Martin guitars, uh, they made some of them in solid wood, and I've got to play those. And so I knew they were going to be coming out at some point uh, with a lot of things out there. Uh, as I said, and we'll say again, uh, the COVID pandemic really uh, disrupted things at Martin. And so, um, so I was not expecting something this glorious because there was about a two-year period there where I couldn't go to the Martin factory anymore when they actually came up with the idea for this model. All right, so you knew something was in the works, but it's not really fair to pin you down and say that you saw this behind the curtain before I did. That's yeah, that's correct because I didn't uh, I didn't realize they were going to put out something that had so many special features that go beyond the other SC models. And for those of you who have not seen the SC13E, the SC10E, the SC13E Special, that also comes. Uh, I think Maury uh, has has mentioned before in other uh, podcasts and we'll probably mention again later in this one uh, comes you know with a sunburst top or a type of burst top those are all very special and very worth looking into but this one has all kinds of uh, features that uh, are above and be above and beyond most barn guitars actually ah well that maybe the sc stands for super cool Ooh. <laughs> Why didn't I think of that before now? <laughs> well, if we ever decide to put a podcast together, we should talk like that. <laughs> well, you keep thinking, Butch. That's what you're good at. <laughs> oh, that would that would make a, a good unofficial trivia question for the listeners uh, that can actually reply in the comments on the YouTube version of this. What featured film features the line... Well, you keep thinking, Butch. That's what you're good at. Can I guess? Sure. Batman Returns. <laughs> that would be a no. So this is the Custom Shop super cool uh, special model for 2022. Um, and, and so I started uh, going on about this, but Maury, now you have them right there where you can actually play them. Maybe you can expand here and go into uh, some of the larger, wider scope details of what makes this SC model such a special guitar. Well, it's one of those uh, old sayings when somebody says something very cool and the next person says, hold my beer. Martin came out with the revolutionary SC-13E probably three years ago now, if I'm guessing right. And it was the first designation of that you were talking about the asymmetrical body the sc13e koa started all this you know back then it was a mexican made instrument it was made in the road series it was an official hey we're going to test the waters we're not going to make this into something really expensive we're not going to make it x series we're going to go right down the middle and make it a very affordable very usable stage guitar and that gave birth to this whole idea. So when Spoon talked about Tim Teal coming up with this shape, that was the first guitar that the public got to see. Uh, only Tim Teal, a handful of people inside the factory, and probably Spoon know how long it took them to go from the SC-13E with its back and sides made out of a core piece of Kaya and veneers of beautiful looking Koa. They might have done both of these at the same time. Who knows for real if by the time they brought the SC-13E to market, Maybe they already had some prototypes you know, started to work up 
on the side of the uh, CSSC 2022, but what makes the 22 so much different and I think so much better, the CSSC 2022 is made, first of all, as you've described already, it's made in Nazareth, but it's made in the custom shop with solid wood. When you go back to the SC13E or the later models that followed the next year, like the SC10E, the SC13E Special, uh, the Special was also offered in a Sunburst. Those guitars, while they did have a solid core of mahogany, the back and sides were not solid. There were veneers on top. So what makes this the most special, I believe, is the fact that top to bottom, through and through, the CSSC 2022 is all solid construction, regardless of where it was built. It's a solid version of that guitar. And as soon as the SC13E came out, the day that that came onto the market, hit the internet, hit the web pages. About two hours after that, the floodgates opened with so many people saying, that's so cool. When are they gonna make a solid version? When are they gonna make a Nazareth version? And it's like, let this guitar have a one, you know, 24 hour birthday before you start talking about its replacement. But the idea really sparked everybody's interest, or at least when I say everybody, I'm being very anecdotal, but a lot of people that want a guitar like this, the natural question was, that's a great road series guitar, but I wanna buy something more substantial. I wonder when they're gonna do that. Well, they went right from the idea of making Navajo made instruments with veneer back and sides, right past the standard series, right past the modern deluxe series, and they went to this custom shop idea, probably partly because they didn't have a lot of tooling ramped up in Nazareth to do a production model without using the custom shop. So I thought it was kind of interesting and I wanna get your take on it too, Spoon. What are your thoughts to see them go from the SC into some specials, down a little bit to a 10, and then right up past the top of the mountain and jump all the way to a custom shop, limited edition, $8,000 gem? I think I was surprised it happened, but then I thought about it and I realized that if they went immediately to the SC version of a D18 or a D28, you know, styling and woods and stuff like that, that they would be competing against the, uh, the more affordable SCs. So they also, I think, realized if they did that, then, and then they came out with a f uh, one that had, um, you know, gorgeous, fancy pearl trim and and which has, you know, many features of the modern deluxe series that people might not buy it in the same numbers um, because they can just get the, the uh, all solid wood made Nazareth version for a lot less without the fancy trim and fancy stuff. So, gotcha. so yeah, so afterwards, no. I mean, the, the solid wood SCs that I saw and I think that's the one important thing to remind people that we're really talking about this is all solid wood, uh, just like they would use uh, on the standard series or the modern deluxe series. It certainly has differences from that, mainly the neck joint and the bracing and stuff is you know unique to these models. So we are talking about a an all solid wood instrument, and and then you get the uh, extra. Uh, accoutrement that you get from the modern deluxe series. So I think that's uh, I think that's pretty cool and I'd love to have one. I've never been a huge fan of fancy fingerboards per se, but this one particularly in person looks uh, spectacular. 
So yeah, so that's my that's my long answer as usual. Was immediately surprised that that's what they came out with. You know, you know very well that the p- pandemic put a uh, a wrench into a lot of businesses in terms of what they were expecting to do over those years. And so I knew uh, with some hope that we would see solid wood SC models. And I'm glad we finally at least have this one. And it's interesting that you said that. I want to circle back to something you just mentioned. This guitar has a lot in common with the modern deluxe series. And while I was a little bit surprised that they went custom shop, I was even more surprised. How can I say this? I was almost expecting them once I realized what this was, I thought this would be standard series appointments and a lot of pearl or a lot of ornamentation, but at its roots, it would be you know, like a 42 is or a 45. They're standard series, but they're really up there. I was surprised to see this have a VTS top, maple binding, and if you trace its lineage backwards, besides the fact that it's an SC, this has so much more in common with something like an OM28 Modern Deluxe than really than anything. I bet you if you went spec by spec, it's more similar to the OM28 Modern Deluxe than it is the SC13E, which is kind of funny. Well, I think that's true. I mean, that's not that's not bringing to the the, uh, the pearl stuff on it. But yes, yeah. So the European Flame Maple binding, which of course is gorgeous on any guitar, and and one of my favorite things about the modern deluxe instruments, it's got the liquid metal bridge pins, which uh, f- uh, people have heard me say who listen to this podcast, liquid metal is actually a a brand name for a metallic glass, really, uh, in terms of its molecular structure. And what it, why that's important is that the kinetic energy passing through it, uh, coming from the vibration from the string into the bridge, and, and uh, it has no dampening effect on it. So the energy basically passes through the pin without any of it being absorbed or dampened. And so you're getting, uh, it maximizes the amount of ultimately sound producing energy that's coming from the strings and and getting to uh, the soundboard as well as they look really cool too and uh, they have back purflings a a golden era style 45 purfling uh, you know the multicolored wood with the red and green and yellow and all that Uh, that's the same um, as you get on the modern deluxe series and the uh, I guess the tuning machines are also a modern deluxe, you know, the gold-colored tuning machines. So it is, yeah, and that's, I think, was the most surprising thing for me when, when we went to the factory and actually got to see this. And again, because of the pandemic and not being allowed to get to the factory, I did not see this, you know, at all coming. And the, the, uh, the guitars that I played uh, in the you know, research and development stages and stuff were definitely set up more like the, they were style 28. And so one of the other things about this too is um, it was very obvious to me that when you played that solid wood instrument that there was a lot more problem with amplifying it as solid wood guitars can do, and particularly solid wood Martins. If, you know, people know how they, uh, rosewood Martins are prone to uh, feedback and in the, at least with old fashioned electronics. So this instrument actually has a couple of things added to it that, that the other ones don't have. 
And I think we need to backtrack for a moment. For people who are not familiar with the SC guitars, these are acoustic electric hybrids. These, this is not just a Martin acoustic guitar with electronics in it. This is a guitar uh, with the 13E. It was designed so somebody in a huge concert arena can unplug their Les Paul or their Stratocaster or their whatever and plug it directly into the this guitar and play through the exact same rig with the exact same effects. And it's quite remarkable. And in that respect, we haven't even talked about the, the wonderful neck and the fact it's a 13 fret guitar. We'll get to that in a little bit. But it's pretty amazing that you can do that with an acoustic guitar and be able to also play it through the, the myriad of pedal effects and all that stuff without tweaking anything really. And, um, but the prototypes in solid wood definitely had a problem. They were definitely uh, feedback at loud volumes. And they uh, came up with some stuff, including a patent pending thing under, that they do to the top and under the top to um, combat that. And, it's, and it works marvelously well. So they, you know, they put a lot of thought into this before they came out with this instrument. And, uh, and like I said, I would be tickled pink to be able to have one myself. <laughs> Well, I'd be tickled pink if we could finally stop talking about this and play one. Why don't we pause for a moment and listen to a sound sample of the Martin CSSC 2022. So if you like the sound of that spoon, I know what else you like the sound of. Yes. I was so embarrassed and upset and furiated and insert whatever word you want here at last week's episode of 20 Questions. I cannot wait to extract my revenge on the Spoon Phillips. It's my turn to ask Spoon 20 Questions. So Spoon, why don't you take a moment before you fail miserably and get really mad, tell our viewers <laughs> and our listeners what's going to happen here. Okay, so in uh, Martins and Moore's 20 questions, we have an opportunity to humiliate each other. And to date, only Mar has been humiliated thus far um, with this. But basically, uh, today, the smart guy is going to think up a Martin guitar and the wise guy gets up to 20 questions to try to guess that guitar and up to three guesses. And for those who missed last week's, uh, Mari exhausted his 20 questions and three guesses because the three guesses don't count <laughs> as questions. And I don't blame him. You know, it was very sneaky of me. I chose the new, 
Ah, I do love this guitar. I chose the new D Junior 10E bass guitar, which has the Dreadnought Junior body shape, but four strings, 24-inch uh, uh, scale neck, special strings designed for the new uh, Junior series bass guitars. Uh, loads of fun to play. And uh, and actually sounds like an acoustic bass, and so so you know I I enjoyed that very much, and I enjoyed it almost as much as stumping Mari at his own game. So here we are now. <laughs> here I am stepping up in the batter's box and pointing. <laughs> Two things about what you just said. Number one, I want to file a grievance. I don't know if our union rep is listening to this show, but. My, last week, my three titles, when I had to guess what the guitar was, you did count them as questions, so that was wrong. I did but not. I told that. you specifically. Yeah. Uh, you were the, I was going on what you said, how many questions you've asked. I thought you knew well, that. <laughs> well, then you asked me, and I, I counted them. So I'm going to start that new rule. Now, now when you guess which model it is, that does count as a question, because you're bad. Oh, okay. And number All two, right. if you thought you were being picky and sneaky last week, watch this. <laughs> All right, 20 questions right. on the clock. Go. Does this guitar have the traditional full-size dovetail neck joint? Yes. Is this guitar a regular member of one of the regular series? Yes. this guitar bigger than a triple O? No. Is this guitar a double O L? No. How many questions is that? <laughs> that was four. And that wasn't a question. <laughs> that was, was five. Hundreds. It was a That was six. <laughs> <laughs> is this guitar a triple O slash OM body size? No. this guitar have a spruce top? Yes. Does this guitar come with an unshaded, uncolored, unpainted spruce top? Yes. Hmm. That one's out. Um, <laughs> is this guitar smaller than an O? No. Is this guitar a six string guitar? Yes. Is this guitar a short scale 24.9 guitar? 
Yes, that's your 10th question, but yes. Is this guitar an O28? No. Ooh, ah, okay. So, is this guitar, just get it out of the way, is this guitar an O18? No. Is this guitar the Triple O 16 Streetmaster? No. Oh, that's right. I already asked about the plain tops. Is this guitar in the 16 series? No. Is this guitar... Oh, hmm. Does this guitar have the modified low profile? No. 15 guesses. Is this what you felt like last week? Yes. <laughs> I like it. Is this guitar... Let's see, you said it's short scale. So... Does this guitar have the vintage deluxe neck profile? Yes. Is this a 12 fret guitar? Yes. Is this guitar the O1228 Modern Deluxe? No. Is this guitar the 001228 Modern Deluxe? No. <laughs> you said it was a 12 fret guitar. It is. But it has the Vintage Deluxe neck. It does. And it's in a regular series. It is. How many guesses do I have left? One. <laughs> Remember off camera, I told you you will be mad. I'm assuming so. Um, and that should be a hint all its own, really. But it's got the Vintage Deluxe neck, so what am I missing that has the Vintage Deluxe neck but is a 12-fret guitar that isn't the, one of the two 12-fret guitars in the Modern Deluxe series. And these are supposed to be guitars that are available today. So I'm going to have to guess that, are you making this up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making it up. And I'll go so far as to say, not only is it available today, it's in stock at Maury's Music. Oh! What on earth could it be with a vintage deluxe neck and a 12 fret guitar that's not the 001228 modern deluxe and not the 001228, uh, the O and the 
12, 28 modern dilemmas. Is that your question officially? Yeah, I'm, I'm stumped. You've gotten, you, I, you have uh, succeeded. <laughs> and a drum roll because the answer is. The Martin 001228 Modern Deluxe. Lefty. <laughs> All right, speaking of <laughs> speaking of firing grievances. <laughs> Anybody who missed last week's program, I'm telling you right now, Spoon's answer last week was the D Junior 10 E bass. And it was that little, little bit at the end that got me. So we're not going to, we're probably not going to follow this method all the time every week, but I had to take this opportunity to give him a little bit of a, put the knife in and twist it a little bit um, because it's, we have to guess which guitar am I speaking about? Not a model, not a series, but which guitar? And that is a guitar. So there you go. All right. I expect our listeners to vote in the comments on the YouTube version of this. <laughs> to say, is Mari a crumb bum or not? <laughs> oh, I certainly admit that I am. You crumb, you got me bad last week. So, great game, Spoon. <laughs> Here's a, a cyber high five for you. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had a whole week to be mad about last week, so I, I was, that was in my back pocket for six days. Now we're going to return to this fabulous... CSSC 2022 because there's a couple of things that I really like about these guitars a lot and all of them all of the all of these uh, I mentioned the neck the neck has an asymmetrical corkscrew shape to it and it has a, a marvelous feel uh, they call it the uh, low profile velocity neck because it's low but it's not like a low profile it's inspired also by the Modern Deluxe neck. The Modern Deluxe neck was inspired by the OM45 Deluxe 1930, um, the Authentic Series model. And that's, of course, inspired by the real 1930 OM uh, Deluxe that's in, uh, OM45 Deluxe that's in the factory, and uh, which I love that neck. And that neck is asymmetrical in the sense that there's more meat on the bass side than the treble side, even though it's really subtle. And, um, and that was pretty typical of Martins, though they're all over the place in the 20s and 30s when it came to just how bulbous a bass side can be and how fast the slope of a treble side could be and that sort of thing. Um, very little V on that guitar by modern, I mean by uh, vintage standards. The uh, modern deluxe necks have a modern heel, so it doesn't thicken up as a, like a vintage V-neck does as it's going up, but it's got a very mild V-shape to it that fits in the nook of your thumb, you know, and that little, when you're, when you're holding the guitar, it fits right in, right around that meaty part of your thumb, and no matter, and as you move your hand up toward the strings, and it's, your hand starts to turn perpendicular, that little apex of that neck stays right with your hand. Well, they've taken that even further with the SC neck. The SC neck, it actually flips. Uh, 
so that by the time you get up near the cutaway, there's a little more meat on the treble side of the neck than the bass side where it starts out the other way. And it's extremely subtle. All you know is you don't even notice the neck. That's how incredibly comfortable it is. Uh, it's also the Martin's first official 13 fret guitar model. And it is st uh, still a long scale guitar for the sake of the string tension because they use typically very light strings on it because it's designed really to play like an electric guitar. And you can certainly put heavier strings on it and have it adjusted so it'll take heavier strings, but it does, it's sold with light, lighter than normal strings. And that 13th fret is uh, situated that that's the, that's the center, that's the fulcrum of the balance of the model. And so when you're playing with a guitar strap around your neck and you take your hands totally free, guitar just st stays there. It doesn't tip one way or the other. And it's absolutely miraculous. They have it perfectly balanced. Um, and when you get up to that cutaway, there is no heel. It's got a heelless neck thanks to the proprietary neck joint and it's totally different than any other Martin neck joint. I know they call it a type of dovetail, but it's very different uh, than anything they've ever done before. But it's, uh, you have a truly heelless neck, like an electric guitar, so when you get up into the cutaway past the 13th fret, you can still play with your fingers perpendicular to the floor or, you know, and in parallel to the frets all the, for, you know, perfect bar chords and, and playing scales and all that stuff. It's a really, really intelligent uh, design, so much so that Guitar World magazine uh, recently named it the second best Martin guitar of their favorite guitars that Martin sells right now. And number one was the standard D28, which I thought was interesting. But uh, it, this thing, the SC13E, outplays the D45 and some other big names for them because they like that design so much. So, um, and this has all of that plus all the extra uh, extras that you get with the solid wood and the uh, new uh, patent pending redesign on the inside of the top uh, that uh, helps with feedback and it also helps uh, give a little extra bass response uh, on the unique bracing which is uh, tapered and scalloped and is asymmetrical itself. It's still an X, but because of the body shape, of course, certain struts are longer than, the treble struts are longer than the bass struts. And, and then it's got some non-scallop tone bars. So it's got unique bracing uh, that's designed specifically for these instruments. And this is the first model with the new um, special effect that they do to the underside of the top. And it's a, it's a, a marvelous uh, a guitar with, um, of course, the... Uh, the very cool Fishman Electronics in it as well. So, super cool. Oh, yeah. And one of the comments you made about playability, I want to go on record to remind our listeners and our viewers, this SC body, whether it's the CSSC 2022 or the earlier versions where it's 13, SC 10, the SCs in general are so comfortable to play everywhere on the neck. And I know some of the marketing might have aimed at you guys to say, listen, if you're a lead guitar player, if you play past the 12th fret, this guitar is built for you. That's not incorrect. But even people who played down by the nut or the first position, maybe you never go past the fifth fret. This is still the easiest style Martin to play. The SC design is 
by far easy to play all over the neck, so don't be scared away from it. If by chance you don't consider yourself a lead guitar player, don't think this guitar is not going to be comfortable for you. It's comfortable everywhere on the neck. And I can't get over, even with this, this new CS design, I don't think Spoon mentioned it, but this comes strong with 12s, the SC-13E, SC-10E, and the SC-13E Specials, they all ship with 11s. So this Custom Shop CS SC-2022 does have slightly thicker strings, but it's still so easy to play. I, I, I bet, I'm really willing to bet anybody going up and putting a, a CS SC-2022 against any other Martin Acoustic Electric, this is going to play easier than you think. Oh, uh, yes, absolutely. For anybody who's never played these guitars, they're, they're exceptionally easy. And like I said, song scale guitar, but you wouldn't know it because everything on the neck is closer to the body, just like a short scale guitar. So, but you have the wonderful advantage of once you do get up into the cutaway, the, the frets are farther apart, and which is, makes them makes it much more playable up the neck than uh, on a short scale guitar. So I play short scale guitars because of my aging hands issues, but it's a quite a traffic jam when I have to get up into the cutaway. And this guitar doesn't do that because of the, the frets are set out in the long scale uh, distances. So uh, really, just one more really cool thing about this guitar. And uh, like you said, it's got the torrified top, uh, I, I'm, I'm sure they knew that, you know, they were swimming against the tide when it came to coming out with this. What too many traditionalists was a newfangled, non-traditional, Martin should only be making D18s and D28s and, you know, <laughs> blah, blah, blah type people out there. Um, and uh, one of their f biggest complaints were going to be that it does not have as big a robust and acoustic tone as the uh, regular Martins, traditional Martins. So that's why they came out with this one to show that they can make them with solid wood and you can put uh, light gauge strings on them and not plug it in and still have a guitar that sounds really, really nice. Um, that being said, when we were at Martinfest, somebody was playing something in the background and I said, boy, that sounds so good. And I turned, it, turned around and it was, uh, it was one of our friends playing the SC-13E. And um, they sound very good acoustically. Oh, yeah, Jim. Yeah, exactly. And it, um, yeah, Jim uh, Kalika. And it's, uh, you know, it's, it's nice to be out, just like an OM sounds much better to the person in front of it than it does to the player. And to the point that you're often surprised, even by your own OM, when somebody else gets it in their hand and you're four feet or six feet away, and that projection and that tone comes out into the room, and it's not something you get to experience when you play it. And that's exactly what was happening with the SC-13E. Well, this guitar, even more so. You get the more uh, complex tone of uh, solid rosewood um, with the uh, you know, greater harmonic complexity and the uh, better resonance. And you also have its torrified top that gives you that more 3D depth uh, to it. And like I, you know, I don't know how many times I could say this. I would love to have one of these, and um, and yeah, would I have preferred them if it was in some traditional style? Yeah, probably would. Um, but this has still very attractive, uh, translucent, you know, reflective pearl 
in a, a nice botanic pattern going up the neck, but it also has these nice uh, sort of bullseye uh, dots as well. So you don't get lost on the fingerboard like you do on some of those Tree of Life guitars if you're somebody who relies on the fingerboard rather than the side dots to find your way around. But uh, we didn't even mention the, the uh, pearl inlaid CF Martin logo in the headstock, also taken from the Modern Deluxe uh, series, which was originally a, uh, a decal uh, logo that they used, I think, only in 1932. It was used very briefly, and then they moved on to to what we now see on the you know in the vintage styling of the standard series and and uh, authentic series. Um, but so yeah, it's uh, you know the hits just keep coming. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I, I think this is a really great looking guitar as well. And like you said, I'm not the biggest fan of really crazy inlaid fingerboards, and this isn't necessarily as far as that. Uh, tree of life or the the vine that goes from every fret, but it really really does look stunning and those people that are looking for Equal parts gorgeous instrument collector's piece and playability I don't know if there's a more playable collectible guitar in the current lineup right now There's other guitars that Martin's making might be more collectible I There might be other Martins that are more playable But I don't think so and who knows what they're gonna do when they announced this and titled it 2022 my first thought was, I can't wait to see what they do in 2023. Well, I better wait because they didn't do anything. They, they're letting this guitar uh, get out to stores. And with the way Martin's been lately, a lot of dealers, including us, are waiting tw you know, 12 to 14 months for an inventory. So when they do announce something like a CSSC 2022, they probably could have called it to 2023 until anybody got their hands on one. But I think it's a really great concept. I'm looking forward, uh, not to put Spoon on the spot, but... I am looking forward to see if they go backwards a little bit and finally bring to market that middle ground where you get solid tone woods, but in more of a standard series price point. But maybe Spoon and I can have a friendly bet. Are they going to come out with something like that first? Or are we going to see another wildly expensive, uh, exclusive custom shop version again before we see that standard series variant? I think that's a, I think it's a valid question uh, because we have a lot of things going on now. We have a new president of Martin. They uh, they have uh, changed a lot of things uh, in the through the pandemic, and so I'm my magic eight balls you know in mothballs right now when it comes to what Martin's expecting because I know there's a variety <laughs> of things that were supposed to come out but didn't because of COVID or gotten shelved to other shows. Now there's only one show a year, lots of things. Um, I'd like to, you know, stay with this for a moment because uh, we didn't even mention really the pearl on the, around the edge of the top. So it's basically style 41, but of course the fretboard isn't style 41. So they didn't call it like a 41 special or anything like that. It could have very easily have been a, a CSSC41S-2022 and, you know, and, and I know Chris Martin wants to keep the names as short as possible, but uh, <laughs> you know he's even got an asymmetrical pickguard on it, which I think is very cool as well. That you know fits the body and um, yeah, comfortable play sitting down, but super comfortable playing standing up. And I think this, you know, I think they really hit a home run with this. Um, you you know you you gave us some of that the nice uh, pretty finger style playing. Why don't we hear? Uh, I'm assuming you have some recordings or need to do some recordings uh, before you put this out with some uh, strumming demonstrations. 
How about that? Well, if you allow me, I'll specifically make a brand new recording just so I get to play it again. Here's another <laughs> sample of the CSSC 2022, this time some strumming. Well, Spoon, uh, I don't want to be outdone, and you said a lot of cool things, so I'm going to squeeze a couple in here at the end. I do want to make note that we talked briefly about the underside of the top is a little bit different from the original SC-13E and the SC-10E and those variants from Mexico. What they're technically calling this is it's an asymmetrical partial soundboard recurve on the spec sheet, but what that means is they did something to the underside of the top, actually shaved some wood away and curved it. I'm going to be way over my own head if I try to diagram that scientifically, but they manipulated the actual thickness the way there's a curvature under the inside of the top that does help with feedback protection, and that is called a recurve. And if you thought you're going to do the same thing on your guitar, stop in your tracks because it is patent pending. <laughs> we, we got that from Tim Teal, and uh, I just know even if you want to try that, you're not going to do it as good as he does. But the other thing that I can't believe I forgot to mention, all the guitars from the SC-13E, SC-10E, the SC-13E specials. They are, as you described, plug and play. This has taken it quite a bit further where they didn't just put an undersaddle pickup system in here. It's the Fisherman Aura VT Blend. And I do remember speaking with Tim at lunch uh, back when we first got to look at this guitar for the very first time. And he was very, very proud to tell us that when they came out with this model, designed it in the custom shop, and gave it the release and the, the parade of affection that it deserved, he was very specific about wanting to put their very best pickup system in it as well. So it wasn't an afterthought, and it wasn't something where they designed it completely acoustic and then decided to just bring the older version's pickup systems along for the ride. They definitely built this around the Aura HD, and it really does sound not... I mean, it's maybe a little bit of a hard thing to decipher because are we hearing the pickup system is the bigger difference or is it the actual solid tone woods? But fair to say the combination of the improved pickup system plus the fact that the back and sides and it's a completely solid design, I can't tell you which one's more important, but they are put together to be a, a more pleasing acoustic tone and acoustic electric tone, at least to me. Very cool. Yeah, I only got to play it briefly back then, back when it first came out. So, but yes, the uh, the aura aura system for those who forgotten or d never knew, what they basically do is they record the guitar through a very good acoustic mic, and they try a bunch of different ones and pick which one mic they think sounds the best, and then they record that through that mic and through the uh, pickup at the same time, and then they take that into a laboratory and they basically slice that waveform into a thousand pieces, literally, and they, through tweaking 
EQ and other things, some things they don't mention aloud to people like me, they make the wave of the pickup output match the wave of the microphone output. And then they also add the real genius of Aura is there's a little tiny computer in there that is, uh, has some sort of algorithm that allows it to react to your playing as you play harder and softer. And um, so in real time, it's adding a little bit of micro delay to again replicate that tiny distance between a microphone and the uh, source of the sound coming from the guitar and other things that actually adjust in real time. And, uh, and it's, uh, you know, but the rest of us just know that you plug it in and it sounds nice. So it's, uh, but it, there's an awful lot of uh, uh, years and years and years of science behind the Aura system. And it's now available on an SC model. Speaking of Aura HD, Aura, you ready for next week yet? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't have my own special effects to play a groan there, but I'm sure our home listeners took care of that for me. <laughs> but yes, yes. Before I exit this podcast, most efficiently, I do want to thank you guys for listening and remind you that we really, really would appreciate it. If you're having a good time and you're finding some value in this program, please consider sharing it with a friend and leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really means a lot. We might even read your review on the air. Jim MCC writes, I love Mari's YouTube shows, but this is better since I can listen while commuting. Spoon is a wellspring of Martin Info. Thank you very much, Jim. We really appreciate that. Yes, and before I go, I have to give you my unofficial uh, trivia question answer. The quote, keep thinking, Butch, that's what you're good at, is from, whose nose out there? Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Oh, was it really? It really was. You keep thinking, Butch, that's what you're good at. That's what Robert Redford keeps saying to Paul Newman throughout the movie. Well, you keep thinking next week's going to be the week we sound professional, and if we don't, that's on you. From all of us at Maury's Music, thanks for listening. Hear you later. This has been a presentation of Maury's Music, your trusted source for Martin and Blue Ridge guitars. Find us online at maurysmusic.com. Music.com.